Are you ready? Yeah. Go. Yeah, Aaron, nice to see you, bro. Yeah, I can't say the same about you, but... <laughs> Not surprised, man. Not surprised. A few technical issues tonight, so uh, I won't be showing my face. But, oh, well, probably probably to most people. Most people be probably happy about that. You're hiding a new haircut. Yeah, no, nothing new about it at this stage. I mean, not showing it. I think, I think most people have seen it now, so nothing to hide. I was like, oh, you know, just going through a little bit of a midlife crisis, but sure look. For those of ones who went to Rob Lay's ball everywhere, so he looks a bit like an egghead. No, we didn't. No, we just stopped rocking around looking like Stone Cold Steve Austin. I didn't, I didn't go for it. little goatee record, and all on you. For the record, I did not go for the Mr. Clean look, just so you're all aware. Anyone that hasn't seen me lately. And if you have seen me lately, if it was in the game, I probably can't remember seeing you. So definitely drop a hello next time. But the reason I had the blind down was you're shining because even fucking here. That's it. Don't get caught out in the sun. You'd be bleeding blind looking at Let's jump into dad jokes. The fourth one in a while. Do you want me to start off? Do you know what? Because I've had like a load of shit ones lately, I'm probably going to bust out another shit one now, but I'll go first. But get out. Get I'll let you save it. You don't want to end on a bad buzz, do you? No. Go on. Just start right. on a bad buzz. Come here. I just found out, actually, right? I don't want to say this first. I just found out that, um, you know, ah, like, the angry, like, you know, like, A-G-H-H, you know, like, like yeah. what you'd write down in the text, like, ah, like, for being angry. That's not a real word. And it actually made me really angry when I found that out. But I don't have the words to explain it. Mate, your dad jokes are getting worse by the week rather than better. I know, yeah. See, I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> As we said, technical Good issues God. have made it, like, very difficult for me to operate right now. I actually have shit dad jokes, but, like, sure, look. Like, how's that done supposed <laughs> to be bad, but, like, you're taking to a whole new level? That's it. So does that not... That, that should make my dad jokes really good, then. Realistically. There's some they're people, so shit, like... Yeah, some people, they're probably rolling around laughing because it's so bad, but... Yeah, they're not getting to me, maybe because I'm not a dad, but... But I kind of am a dad yeah. bingo, but... It doesn't really count. Well, happy not a Father's Day. That's every day before you have a kid. <laughs> All right, let's bring some funniness to this podcast because this one is a belter I think because I've seen this one Roy go for it not gonna lie nearly wet myself right I accidentally swallowed a bunch of scrabble tiles my next trip to the bathroom could spell disaster <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really funny <laughs> it's not you know funny what, I'm actually just gonna no, Joe, that, that was really funny. I think, like, fuck, fuck saying dad jokes from now on. I think, like, you should just come in with, like, a, like a, a belter of a joke. That's good, man. I like that. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's straight. Uh, They're changing the game already. Going for a shy could spell disaster, literally. It could spell disaster, indeed. <laughs> oh, God. So, my joke was a disaster, and your shit might spell disaster. That's it. So, we're off to a good start, anyway. Yeah. It's nice to resume. What did we have? Two weeks off, three weeks off. Fucking at this stage, oh, I mate. It. it feels like a bit of a bleeding year. Just what's well, gonna come here to be expected though. Like, man, think about it. Pubs just reopened. <laughs> no one my previous activities. I was gonna be calling in sick a few times, you know what I mean? And thank <laughs> God you haven't. You're setting a good example. 
Ah, yeah, setting such a good example. We missed two recording slots. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's it. You know yourself. Live fast, all you own. Leave a good looking car. Still working on the last part. Uh, see the past few weeks or month or whatever. This was going to bring up, we asked me what we talked about later. I didn't want to spoil it because I want to get your initial reaction and I didn't want you to be prepared at all. But the past few weeks or month or so, I don't know how long it's been, but it just feels like my life is on autopilot at the moment. Do you ever, get, do you ever feel like that? We just feel like you're just repeating. It's like, yeah. like you're in the car, but you're sitting in the passenger seat. Yeah, literally just getting taken along for the ride sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. So, what? For the past, it must be probably about a month at this stage. I just feel like life is on autopilot. This feels like you know, the same shit, waking up, going to work, coming home, dinner, bed, repeat, the usual shit. And then I thought, right, I'm back training. Double matches are back. Happy days. That's my comfort zone, let's say, or my happy place, as I say, in Happy Gilmore. Yeah, and... Happy Gilmore, yeah. <laughs> but um, it just feels like that's not the only for me anymore. So it feels like I'm just stuck on level two. I can't get past the boss. I need like a cheat code to get past them. So you've come to the cheat code, master. Yeah. <laughs> right. You seem to, you're like the Irish Dave. You speak words of wisdom. You put things into perspective. And I respect your opinion very much. Yeah, thank you very much, man. As you've known from previous experience. Right. When we were in there over the south side, when we were walking. Have you cast your mind back that far? Yeah. It's not. I do indeed. It's Without not. getting into too much detail, obviously, I do indeed. No, we can't be one, but I'm just saying, it's not as bad as that. I don't know if I'm stuck. I don't, know, I don't want to use the depression word because I don't feel like I am, but I think I am. Okay. It just feels like I'm just stuck in a rut. I know it's a fucking stupid thing to talk about straight away, but no, it's not at all, because like... it's talking about it in general is the best idea. It's the best thing that can be done because you're getting to the, it's like doing a root cause analysis. You're getting to the heart of the issue. You know what I mean? But the and... thing is, there is no root cause of it. I thought there was a root cause. Remember the thing, um, the, the work problem I had um, that yeah. got resolved today. I thought that was part of the issue or kind of make me feel a bit shit or whatever, but Apparently it's not because I literally couldn't give a rats. <laughs> but it's yeah. weird because like I used to love going double match, I used to love going train, and then you feel like oh this is like the world is blanked out as soon as you step onto the pitch or as soon as I go into Crow Park and I see people and that used to be just my place where I go and just forget about the world and all that, but Going to matches, going to train, just like <sighs> that's the only way I can describe it. Mm. But it just feels oh, like I just like I just can't find the happiness in things anymore. 
And I feel well, maybe, like, man, that's a sign that you need to like maybe shake things up a little bit. And I'm sorry for cutting across you, but maybe that's more of a sign of okay, there's things that you did in your past that maybe you don't enjoy as much anymore, but maybe you've spent so many years enjoying them. Do you know what I mean? That it's almost your brain telling you, right, it's time to go find a few more teams. Do you know what I mean? Take it as an opportunity to challenge yourself and look for new possibilities and new opportunities and things that open up your life and things that will make your life even better. Like Things that you wouldn't think you would have ever had any interest in. Like pick up, pick up a book and just like get lost in it. You know what I mean? Like see what you can find. Go onto YouTube and fall down a rabbit hole and see how far it goes. Do you know what I mean? Just find something that interests you, something to take up the time, something to break up. Like what you're, what you're saying there is like that's your comfort zone. But if say if that's your comfort zone, maybe like it's no wonder it can feel monotonous after a while. You know what I mean? If it's the same thing or if it's very cyclical in general. But like use this, as I said, as an opportunity to look at new things and look for new experiences and things that excite you. I think majorly that is probably the best idea I can give you. And I know that's very vague, but it's because it's more open to your own interpretation. I can't tell you how to live your life, you know? But if you feel like... (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they have... Do do they even exist over in Ireland? Um, There's one... What's this? Street off Falcon Street, Abbey Street. I think there was one day, wasn't there? I couldn't tell you, man, to be honest. But you know what I heard before, right? Sorry for getting off topic here, but... You know Ireland about like a hundred years ago or two hundred years ago, something like that. Say like probably the late eighteen hundreds, had the most thriving or like it's either the most profitable or the most busy. Probably both. Um, <laughs> red light district in either Europe or the world, man. I can't remember the exact fact, but it's mental. And then Amsterdam came along. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't there a thing a while ago they wanted to kind of tone all of that down over yeah. there? Now, I'm not too sure of the details, but I remember reading an article like oh, this was about three years ago. Just like they were talking about plans, I don't know what like they were proposed plans or anything that actually went through. But do you know anything about it? I still haven't been to Amsterdam since I was about eleven. Like I haven't been. At fucking all. surprised. <laughs> You've never been. No. I've heard it's great. I just remember walking around there being a funny smell. Like and now I know what that was. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> so. Uh, yeah, that was my experience of Amsterdam, unfortunately. Like, I was only there five days over playing it. Uh, like, was it one of them, like, fucking under-11s tournaments? I'm like, no, it was pretty fun. Pretty fun, man. <laughs> we got hammered absolutely every game. The Dutch are deadly football. I thought you going to say you got hammered every night. You're like, mate, you're 11. No, no, man, I was 11, <laughs> man. I fucking wish, man. Looking back now, I'm like, God, like, missed opportunity. Imagine being able to get a bit of drink over there. Oh, fucking deadly. <laughs> Walk around somewhere. That would have been some sight now. Playing for Talca Rovers at the time. So it's a mixture of lads from, say, like, mostly Fingless Glass and Evan and, like, the odd few lads from Drumcondra. But imagine mm-hmm. the site. Like, we were staying on this, like, uh, on this campsite. I had a fucking team park and an aquatic centre and everything. It was actually really fucking cool. But uh, imagine the site. The parents walk out and me and the lads, a lot of fucking 11 year olds there smoking hash, just being like, ah, when in fucking Holland. <laughs> Be mental. Fucking mental. Like. <laughs> <laughs> But we went over now with a completely different experience. You go over there and people are like, oh, be. here, do you want a brownie? You're like, oh, yes. Oh. And now you're like, yeah, exactly. Now you know why you're being offered a brownie. <laughs> no, that'd be even funnier. You were just offered a brownie by someone you thought it was a brownie. Only a little 11-year-old. Imagine the shit you'd see. <laughs> Imagine being a goalkeeper. you see like four balls going towards you. <laughs> Fucking hell, man. You'd be there hallucinating in the goal. Like, do you ever, have you ever seen the meme machine? Oh, no, Jason uh, Statham's player, the monk. The goalkeeper, yeah. he's a fucking nutjob. 
You yeah. like him hallucinating in the goal, thinking you're going to go battering players. <laughs> you're being killed, them and all. Well, this one you got weirdly sidetracked there, but you were talking about fucking <laughs> how you how you've been feeling in your mindset over the last like month or so. So, yeah. is there anything else you want to talk about just in regards to that? Like, just feels like no matter how hard I tried to get out, but nothing seems to be working. Like I'm trying to like over the weekend, I went for about ten k and walks over the whole weekend. And I tried to go out on Saturday, went out for a few drinks, a bit of grub. It just seems like no matter what I do, I just can't get out of it. And I'm afraid that it'll slip into something worse. But I'm getting by. It could be seasonally effective. Like, as in, because it's winter now and like because it's fairly shit weather, it's cold and it's damp. Do you reckon that could have any effect, like lack of vitamin D? Or just, you know, you don't know, like, at least, like, the summers we've been having have been really nice. And even up until only a few weeks ago, the weather was still lovely, for the most part. Like, do you reckon it could, could it be seasonally effective? I don't know. I, I doubt it. Um, obviously, it could be a factor, but, um, like, the season, the gas season goes on through the summer. And I've felt like this during the summer periods. Not... Well, obviously over the past years of COVID and all, yeah, but um, I don't know, it just feels like it's hard to, it's hard to describe because even right. small things are annoying me. Like if I'm at home, I'll whack on something in the background, like in Perfect Jokers or South Park, like something funny just to give me a bit of laugh, but now I'm just sitting there like I might be like laughing probably just like it feels like I'm such a down and I'm trying to be trying to put on something just to get by and make not make people think that like I'm being suicidal or whatever but I think the more you try be sorry or not the worse it gets yeah of course and, of course it would and I think I don't know whether it's the job we're in, like the fact that it's just like an office job and it's mentally draining. I just feel like I'm probably not being overworked, but I've had a hard few months of work with like the project thing we're doing. So I don't know, it's just mentally draining or I don't know, it's just hard to get out of it. And as you said, like I probably do need to try find something that I haven't tried before. Like I say, probably read a book or whatever. But no, not like not read a book, but no, like, you know what I mean, like different yeah. ideas. Yeah, exactly. Like you, I don't know. Just look. There's no harm in it. Have you not said anything different? Anything different? No, not at all, really, man. To be honest, the only thing like oh, I would I don't. See, like, you didn't really, I, I couldn't really tell, to be honest, but, like, it's not something that I'd look out for in a person, to be honest, like, at the minute. And it's not, like, it's something you'd see more so in person when you're chatting to someone. You know what I mean? Mm. It's something that'd be very hard to pick up over the phone unless you were, like, thinking of key phrases. Yeah. So, yeah. no, I didn't cop anything, to be honest, man. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, like, the fact that I'm trying to hide it or the fact that Try your hand at acting. What? You could try your hand at acting. 
<laughs> nah. <laughs> that had enough of that shit. You and Peter Crouch could star in a movie like a buddy cop movie. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking lanky coppers. <coughs> Giraffic Express. <laughs> <laughs> Giraffic Nerdy. <laughs> Followed up by Giraffic Park. <laughs> See, the thing is, like, no matter uh, how shit I feel or no matter how down and raw, I always try see the funny sort of things I always try to see I always try to have a laugh or make a joke or something but the only way I can describe it is just feel like it's on autopilot and just can't seem to find the happiness in anything I don't know if you I don't know what it's called what the term for it is <clears throat> like I'm even trying to feel like now just to do you feel like things thing. have do you feel like things have stagnated a bit or everything's a bit static, like nothing's really moving at the moment. Yeah. You're kind of comfortable that you're you're in a situation, like I've been in this situation for a few months and you're kind of in the, the comfortable zone. But upstairs, you're kind of like, oh, I need something to occupy my mind. Do you know what I mean? It's like your body is fighting two battles here. You have your gut and you have your, your head. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. Like, you're That's comfortable where you are. You're around. happy enough doing what you're doing, but you want something more to do. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I'm saying, man. You have, like, go out and actually, like, find a hobby just and to get stuck into it. Not going to, like, throw your hand at something you never fucking thought you'd do. And that's genuinely where you're going to have the best success because regardless of how you do in it, say if you go fucking surfing, like, when I went surfing for the first time, I didn't think I'd like it because I'd be like, oh, I'm going to be shit. I won't be able to stand up on the board. But that's fucking half the fun. It's getting cleaned out and wiped out by waves. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, like that's that's the thing. Like, and I'm not like claiming to be any prolific fucking surfer here, but like, at least I can stand on the board for more than ten seconds these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, go out and try your hand at something like that you'd never think of. And by the end of this podcast, I want you to give me at least two or three ideas of things that you'd like to try your hand at. And if you don't, I'm gonna fucking make you do it. <laughs> I'm gonna force these ideas to you. <laughs> oh, fencing. I don't know anywhere that does fencing. You could do ken- what's a kendo as well. well so I'm sure somewhere over D4 does. <coughs> oh, definitely. And my uh, sister's old school, they did it. But then that's a girl's school, so uh, I don't think you're allowed in there. You don't fencing? Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> we went in on their open day and they had a fencing. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty weird. <laughs> of course you did. Well, that's from what I remember anyway. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, man, I tried this new vape, right? Sorry, I know I'm going completely off topic here, but for anyone that's trying to quit smoking, they're actually fucking class. I've, uh, I've been using like two or three days, like still have the odd smoking all, but it's, if I was going to quit smoking, I'd probably use this. It's a uh, elf bar. One of the lads brought one down to the gaff the other day, and it's actually really nice. Shout out Blueberry when I was showing you in work. Yeah. It's lovely. Really nice. It's like one of these, like you, you only have like a certain amount of pulls off it. And then when it's dead, it's dead. Like, you just throw it away. Like, it's pretty nice. Like, it comes with all the flavors. I'm not trying to advertise that or anything, but, like, call a good product out while it's gold. Like, I'll try I'll it. Find out in a few, which I find out in a few weeks, I'm going to die from it or something. I tried a vape before once in the cock and bull. The first time I nearly coughed my lungs out because I not, didn't do it properly or I got caught my throat or something. I like, yeah. choked, like, 
probably choking. And the second oh, time, I thought, <laughs> and then the second time I thought I was like being dragging, like blowing my nose and all. I thought I was dead. I was like, I actually want to buy a vape now. Yes, you are weaning yourself onto the smokes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought with vaping, I thought it was a thing where there was no nicotine. You in can it. get vapes with no nicotine in them. Yeah, but then like if you were going to vape and you didn't want to have like the negative effect of getting addicted to nicotine. You can just get nicotine free uh, vape oil. I remember when I like I, I tried I, I got off the I, I wasn't smoking for like a few months because I went on a vape and within like say two weeks. I think I went from having like an 18 milligram one, which was way too strong and blew the throat out of me, to like going for like a, a six or like a two. And then by the end of it, I was just ah, by two weeks I was like, I don't even want this anymore. But bring it on a night out with me, just, like so I wouldn't have a smoke, but it was like three or four months without smoking over it like. See the vape with no nicotine in there. Is that not mm-hmm. still bad for your body, or is there something like in it that can still? Oh, I honestly just didn't look into it. So now I didn't really look into it too much. I just started using it because same way, like I'd start drinking certain drinks, I don't look into what's in them. Like, but it's just like, oh, that tastes nice. Adam, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I don't know every ingredient that's in Fanta, but I'm like, oh, this tastes nice. But like, I'm sure there's some bad shit in that. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Same way, no one reads all the terms and conditions when they buy something on Apple. Like, you're not, I'm not going to read in the book and everything that's in it. Like, I probably should now. I probably sound like a fool, but still, stick to my morals. <laughs> Sorry if I start getting a bit coffee or rat, but there's little tiny bits at the end of this, and I'm getting caught in throat, so I'm just going to neck it back now. What are you drinking? Gold slick. Smoothie. So I made it with uh, blueberry, raspberries, low fat milk. And whey protein. And I always said nice. smoothies for the first time last month. I've never had any sort of fruit in my life before that, bar like obviously having the bite and taste in it. But I never had a smoothie or basically a piece of fruit in my life, bar like the odd taste when I was younger and a few years ago. So I definitely another thing I added to my diet this year was drinking more smoothies. I haven't had one since probably within the last podcast, but um it's I know. When you blend down fruits, it's not as good for you. But for yeah. me, it's just a step in the right direction. So um it's a an accomplishment for me. So launch it. That's good. Slauncher, bro. Come here. Speaking of slaunches and people that deserve a slauncher, John really deserves one. The yeah. Irish fisherman, man. <laughs> yeah. For a fact, man. Simon Coveney is like what the Minister for Foreign Affairs or something like that like whatever he is he couldn't do shit about it kind of just like his answer when the Russians were supposed to be doing the, the naval exercises and all was well what what exactly do you want us to do and then the fishermen get a meeting with the fucking Russian ambassador probably could have done that himself you know yeah <laughs> and then just went lads can you move that off and they did how fucking mad is that man the Russians pulled out because the fisherman said, here, boys, what's the story? Need to go fishing there. That seems pretty fucking reasonable. And that started because of Russia, where they sent out a, a test plane, weren't they, to do some tests all off the west coast of Ireland? Previously, yeah, one, like, fueled up in Donegal. And set I off think. in Belfast. Oh, no, 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 a Belfast, ship. I'm, I'm pretty sure. A ship fueled up in Donegal a while ago. And struck. And a, a plane took off from Belfast. Well, this was an unscheduled it. docking of 
Sorry, I don't know about the plane, Rob, but for this boat, it was an unscheduled docking. I'm actually going to look it up here, just while we're on the topic. And while you're looking up there, um, the plane I see, another way you can get plane tracker apps on your phone and online and all that shit, someone tracked the plane yeah. that left Belfast, and I think there was a, it's either a US or a Russian one, and I had no destination on it. And I had no, um, I haven't got much flight details about it. So I think people were like, that's a, like a tester, like a, a test flight, just to like do a scare tactics. Let's say, for argument's sake, it was Russia. Just to be like, we're that close, we can do whatever yeah. we want. Like. Yeah, so let's say it was Russia and they want to make a, a scare tactic to the US. They were like, right, we're in Ireland, we can take off in Belfast, we're going to fly to this spot and do tests. Even though we're not allowed, just to show you how serious we are. Or voice yeah, versa and here's, in the US. Bro, here's the thing from the 18th of August 2021. I don't remember hearing this at the time, right? But Russian spy ship spotted off the West Coast. That's the headline from the Irish Times that day. A 350-foot Russian vessel believed to play a role in surveillance operations was currently, at the time, was currently off the coast of the West Coast. Oh, sorry. Currently off the coast of the uh, off the west coast of Ireland. Was that, that a that was a ship the, or is it somewhere else? Oh, it was a ship. It was a three hundred and fifty long, oh, three hundred and fifty foot long ship. Oh. It came in and docked, like, but it was an unscheduled docking. Like. Hmm. A lot's been going on the past I... month or so with Russia and the Ukraine and all, and it's been in the news, as you said, about the ship. With no scheduled docking, the plane taking off in Belfast. We're seeing something that Putin and obviously the naval games. Yeah, Putin and the uh, the Ukraine president, I think it was, had a meeting. Yeah, what's his name? Um, Can't think of it. Doesn't matter. Go on. No, <laughs> they had a meeting that went on for like like four or five hours trying to come to this, like peace and all. Because I think the one was Macron at that as well. I think it was just two of them. And like literally, Macron had a meeting with Putin. It was probably him, then, was it? Because it was only two of them in well, this realm. See, Macron has to. Oh, hello. <laughs> I was going to tell you this really quickly while I'm on camera. Macron basically uh, had a meeting with uh, Putin during the week, from what I read. And uh, don't know what was discussed at it, but realistically, Putin knows he's going to be in charge of Russia for the foreseeable future. Yeah. And Macron has an election coming up very soon. So any promise they make could. Um, it could be. I, I don't know. That that could have some swings with. I don't. I, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you see the picture of the meeting. If it was them two, they were sitting at each end of a table, and the table was like fucking fifty or sixty feet long, know. like it was huge. And they were just sitting like either end of it for like four or five hours. So, so talking, they were on walkie talkies to each other. <laughs> Literally, texting each other. I can't believe you booked a table this big, lad. There's only two of us. That's why he went on for four or five hours. Sometimes he actually communicated. It took a few minutes That's to put it on travel. They probably needed all the fucking translators in between. <laughs> I would say Russian to French and French to Russian is a, a difficult one. But I think what started that was Russia had 100,000 troops on the Ukraine Ukraine border, I think. They've amassed 120,000 troops 120, there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's what probably set off. That's like, I know. Well, bro, what set everything off realistically? Sorry for cutting across it. What well, set everything off realistically was back in 2014 when uh, the Russians 
um, kind of like invaded Crimea, which in Crimea was a very resource-rich area in eastern Ukraine. So that kind of sparked it off, and I'm pretty sure they still annex the territory as it stands on. And it's been going on ever since. Yeah, I believe so. Like, no, don't don't get me wrong. I could be wrong. I could have stopped a number of years ago. I believe that's where the start of it was because that was the first encroachment into Ukrainian territory. A lot of it is to do apparently from the Russian side that NATO, they don't want Ukraine to become a member of NATO because that's a, someone on their, on their doorstep. Do you know what I mean? Being yeah. a member of someone they might see as an unfriendly alliance, uh, unfriendly uh, alliance of countries. So that also could have something to do with it. There's a lot of different factors going on there. There's also the, the gas prices getting put up because of the, the because of the, the pissing contest that's going on. Like Europe gets a lot of its like natural gas from Gazprom and other Russian companies, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so well, maybe play. not the smartest move when they could be possibly hostile, but you never know. Hopefully everything gets resolved and no, no shit goes down. To be honest, man. Like, we just got through like fucking pandemic of like sitting in the gaff watching Tiger King and all that. That wasn't like that. Like when you look back at things, if this turns into a fucking World War Three like pandemic, it'd be like, wow, what pandemic? At least you had fucking Netflix. At least you had Jack Gaff. Like <laughs> this is like it could like this could end very badly or just blow over. Oh, I hope it's the latter. I really hope it blows over. Well, at least we can tell our grandkids that we lived through a pandemic of World War Three in the space of a couple of years. That's I don't want to have to say that to my grandkids. And that's the is why I haven't got any kidneys for the last 75 years. Yeah, but a little special guest here joining us. Who is this? The Bings. The Bingo fella. I suppose Bingo is his name or what's up. Was he not? <laughs> Oh, in fairness, I was back in the office there on Monday, and when I, uh, my ma sent me a voice message when I was in the office, and I think I told you this, but Jake, my dog, didn't leave his bed all day, and I've been working from home for the best part of like what a year and a half, two years. So Jake hadn't left his bed. My ma came into the house, like kind of like, you know, what was up with the dog? She was calling the dog, and he was like, he wouldn't get off the bed, and then uh, she walked away and pretended to call me, so she just shouted my name as if she was calling me. He jumped up out of bed and started running around looking for me. They're so loyal, they're so insane. Well, when I came, bro, I came into the house, seen him, he jumped up out of bed again, ran over, started fucking rubbing him, and he nearly pissed on the floor. <laughs> and just for reference, this dog is 14 years of age, you shouldn't nearly be pissing on the floor unless his kidneys are gone. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, they're deadly, man. It's just the, the look on your dog's face, man, when they see you, when you're coming in from work, swear to God, like, the happiest fucker on the planet. They are genuinely. This one won't leave your side, as you can see. Just sits there like and just look at you. No matter how good or how shit your day is, they're always there and they're always there to cheer you up. Well, that's it. There's an unconditional bond between like you and your pet. And like more so with dogs going out. That's from my experience. I've only really ever had dogs. But from my experience, like the bond you can have with your like your pet is beyond belief. Like Unless you've had like had a close relationship with your pet, you can't like you wouldn't know, I suppose. But I'd say a lot of people during the pandemic who got dogs, a lot of them 
have either had that make or break moment lately. And I know for a fact they have. There's a number of like pets that have been given up lately and like surrendered to like Dogs Trust and the SPCA. It's gone through that. the fucking roof at the minute. There was like an urgent appeal on. Because like I don't know like if they have the space to house them, but like if anyone's listening and like you can and you have the space and the facilities to and the capacity to take care of a dog and you want one. You want a friend, like get a dog, fly out the dog's trust and adopt one. You don't even have to have it forever. You can literally have it until it's fostered. You can foster a dog out of there. And then when it's ready to move on to like another family, you can do that like and take in another dog afterwards. But I'd imagine that's very difficult. Yeah, it's the time you actually get close with gone. Exactly. I'd say like foster a dog is like it, it's a nice, it's a lovely and horrible experience. It's the same with people that do you know people that like train C and I dogs? Yeah. They have that dog when they're a pup. They train them and then when the dog is trained fully, they move on. And I'd say for the owner, every time it's it, you know, like you know what you're doing, you know you're what's gonna happen the whole time, but it's sad nonetheless. Yeah. Like you'd love to keep the dog. Well I would anyway. So like I'm greedy enough that I wanna keep dogs away <laughs> from anyone. <laughs> ideal thing is to own a big gaff bit of land and have about fucking 20 dogs let them roam, roam free let them form a pack release a few deer I don't think my they life would ever feel like there we go. no of course you wouldn't go out and run with your dogs seize the day man Look to bring it back round seize the fucking day that's the, the that's the, the one thing to take away from this Look at the situation. You said, all right, you said already that you tend to look on the bright side of things. You know what I mean? I try to. Which is a great, it's an ad- incredibly admirable quality. I love seeing that in people. It's one of the best things someone can have about them in my eyes. So what you want to keep doing, bro, or what you want to start doing is seize the day and seize the opportunity. It might be something that just randomly jumps out at you now that you have it in your head. It's about having things in your head. If you're not looking for things, you won't find them. They won't come to you. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And just for example there, this isn't me saying any like mumbo-jumbo bullshit. This is like, say, if I said to you, yellow rage. Right? And I hit you in the arm. So by proxy, if you see a yellow rage, you can hit me in the arm. You will subconsciously be looking out for a yellow rage. You won't even be thinking about it, but in your head, you'll be like... If you see a yellow edge before me, you'll say it. Like. So look for the opportunities. Like, without having to be pointed in like, the direction. Like, kind of just think to yourself, what would I like to just throw, throw, like, dip my toe into? Like, is there anything, like, even, say, like, even a martial art, like, say, jiu-jitsu, or, like, say, anything to do with music, like, whichever, like, pick up a guitar, or, like, even get a keyboard and, like, try to learn how to play that. Or fucking a tin whistle, <laughs> whatever suits you. Like, um, I was even thinking about getting a fucking mandolin at the start of the year, but like, don't think that's happening. Um, that? Like, the, a mandolin, it's like a, an eight strings, really, really small guitar. It, it's kind of like a banjo. You can play like reels and shit, like, I don't know. When I was you should younger. look up when you get a chance to. There's a video of Bill Bailey, he plays one on uh, Graham Norton and it's very good I tried to learn guitar when the I was younger, but I wasn't actually like learning it my neighbour across the road was learning and he was trying to teach me that went on for a few weeks and then like 
it's I don't know, it's one thing I'd love to learn to do, but you know, I could literally teach, I could teach you guitar. Yeah. If you want, I will. Go for the year. Be able to play hero on guitar. Yeah, I can make that your goal for two months from now or a month from now. If you give yourself a year, it'll take a year. If you give yourself a month, it'll take a month. If I give you three lessons one week, you should be able to play it for the most part. It'll hurt your fingers, though. You need to build up the callus on your fingers. It takes a few weeks. Trust me. Do you see that? No, I haven't got the phone on me. I have to charge it. That's... Ladies and gentlemen, I was actually just being lazy and had to charge my phone. So that's why you didn't get to see me for most of this. this Except dog. for my brief little cameo when I didn't realise I was on camera for a couple of seconds. This but dog. We, we move. He just sits here, you look at me the way he is now. And next to all, just like plonk his head in between me, like torso and my arm, just like plonk his head there and just leave it there and like try to go to sleep. He wants to try to lie down and get comfy on me. Look at him. <laughs> oh, he's so cute. Look the way he looks at me, like it's just melts your heart. It really does. It really does, man. That's a sign of a great relationship between an owner and a pet. Like, like it kind of it's more of an than an owner and a pet. It's a friend, like it's a friend relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They just add to the situation. If you're sitting there hungover and your dog floats into you, and just sits down beside you. You're just like, yeah, you're just like me, except you're not hanging right now. <laughs> I think there's no funnier sight than when you walk into someone's house and you see them lying down and the dog is lying down in the same position but not on the sofa. <laughs> You're flat with your back, arms in the air, tongue out, and there's Jake beside you on his back, paws in the air, tongue out. <laughs> I think they honestly mimic their owners sometimes, but he does some stupid shit. Like, it's, you know, like, there's certain things where I'm like, oh, this is funny, but it's also kind of like, when stop. Sometimes I do yoga, just doing stretching before, like, before I go for a jog or something, and I'll, just, I'll stretch, like, obviously, don't want to pull a fucking muscle or anything. And uh, so we're there, like, you know, I'm trying to stretch the hamstring, so fucking bend down, touch the toes. And, and I try to get, like, good stretching. And every time I do that, the dog comes over and says, licking my face. <laughs> he does a fucking hilarious thing, though. My mom's... And, like, so during the summer, when it's warm enough, you get, like, a lovely, like, 6 a.m., 5.30, like, sunrise or something like that. She'll be out in the garden on about, say, set half, between half seven and half eight, or half seven and nine in the morning, just doing a bit of yoga. And Jake will be outside with her doing yoga poses. Like, he's just there stretching with her. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, how has the hell... Like, it's not like she sits there talking to the dog, like, do you know what I mean? Being like, and now this is the warrior pose. Like, nothing like that. She'll be, like, stretching, and the dog will, like, start trying to stretch beside her. It's fucking hilarious. Like, talking yeah. absolute marbles here, bro. That's so innocent. <laughs> and he may know harm, really are. the thing about dogs is they're, they show love and affection and they do whatever. And, like, it's... They're not... How, how am I trying to word this? Like they're not as smart, obviously, as humans. They don't have a what they do without instinct. What I'm trying to say, like they're not doing it just for the sake of it. They're doing it because like they want it and they mean it. You know, it's not fake. Yeah. But it could be fake, and it's just been fucking me up my whole life, and just <laughs> waiting yeah, for me. True. He's waiting for me to go before him, and he'll tell me money, but 
That's it. The dog cash is in the wheel. <laughs> Living the life. <laughs> Puppetino, please. <laughs> Retires on that lovely pendulum. <laughs> What's yeah, like, like ladies and gentlemen, I only found out I get a pension today. Like I only found out like my job was paying into a pension for me today. Jeez, the things that I just don't listen to. You sound and so know that smart makes for good news down the line. I know, but, but like, come here, look, not like paying that much attention all the time makes for good news down the line. <laughs> oh yeah, I have a couple of grand <laughs> pensions in know about sounds. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know what I mean? Now I'm really fucking happy. Now I'm like, yeah, happy days. That's there. Lovely. Didn't even know that was there. Gonna stick with you another while. Maybe till I retire. Yeah, who knows? Come retire. Who knows I'm gonna retire? So you can, uh, you who can knows, tell though, bro? Life is, you have infinite possibilities in this life. We live in a generation that has more opportunity to do anything than any other generation in the history of the human race. You think about the internet's provided us. The inter- internet's provided us a means of communicating to anyone at any time, at any place in the world about any topic. Getting the information, going and sourcing your own information on any topic in the world at any time, in basically any place. Like how like cryptocurrencies have taken almost taken hold at the moment, or like are gonna probably take over, like in terms of like financial systems and even the way NFTs have taken over the internet alone breeds so many possibilities so i know like the overarching thing we were talking about earlier was you wanting to kind of get more things done and get like do more shit and get yourself out of the hump i think something to do with the internet computer science anything like that that should be something that you could focus your mind on i know we're already doing internet stuff with the podcast but i think genuinely there could be something out there that's waiting for you to discover. Mm. I was even looking at um, courses, looking at different career paths, looking at jo- other jobs in the same industry we're in. Um, I was looking at things, but it's it's hard to find something that sparks my interest. I have an idea what I want to do, but I need to get the quali- qualifications for it first. So okay. I think I need, And how long will it take you to do that? What's gonna be QFA? Um okay. should be all right. So set your realistic goal for yourself. Give yourself a realistic time frame that you think you can achieve so that in. What we do, we're February, the next set of exams in April. I probably have missed the deadline for that. Don't really want to be studying over the summer. Well, double matches are on, so that's September out of the way. Okay, no, I'm not asking you to. <laughs> don't don't think you're overthinking it. You're completely overthinking. Give me a time frame. How many exams? Two left. Two exams, right? I'm going to give you a time frame. Okay, your time frame is one year. Okay, one year from now, which means you have three. I'm giving you two slots to do them in. I'm going to do both in September or one in September and one in January. Oh, no, I can't do and both go off September. of that. What was it? Have you not seen the pensions, pensions book? It's fucking huge. That's what I'm saying. Do one in <laughs> September and one in January. But give yourself a realistic time frame. Ah, uh, mate, you can't be saying realistic goals there. Well, then you don't have to. <laughs> do your studying beforehand. Go in with the knowledge that you've built up. Know that you're going to pass it. Now you're going to fucking fly through with me. 
like set your like put yourself put yourself in the mindset of this is my bread and butter. You know what I mean? That has been a goal since looking, I joined the bank to get to action, bro. But you know you what? Know? Don't turn me off when I done my investment. I passed. I joined the bank in November 2018 and I booked loan and reg straight away just because everyone else was doing it and I haven't got a clue about the QFA and all this shit. I just booked loans and regs, two exams at once for April. Past them, I was like, ah, happy days, past them. I'm going to do investments now in September. <coughs> so I booked uh, investments for September. Did study that much like I felt confident enough that I'd pass but I didn't put the work in like I just done like the bare, bare minimum that I thought I'd get away with it and it was the day of the all in final the exam was on and you know me like my mind was elsewhere and of course <laughs> you know this already but our supervisor at the time asked I asked for the weekend I was like oh no I haven't got a ticket yet but I'm hoping to get a ticket on the day. I know someone who might have it for me, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, no, I was talking about the exam, but it's good to know where your mindset is at. <laughs> so you can already tell where my mind was at. I wasn't really focused on the exam. Went to the exam. We're in Army Dublin gear. Thought I'd done enough to pass. As soon as the error mark hit, I was like, right, get me to the pub. I'm doing this exam. Went straight from, the, from Marino into Mars. Had a drink. Went to the all Ireland final. Enjoyed my day, enjoyed my night. Got the results a few, a month or so later. And I done terrible. And that just like turned me off. So, um, even the other thing, the last two exams I've done, the life and, what did they do, life and investment last time? I think it was, yeah. And I studied my arse off at them too. I'm like, right, I'm booking two getting these done, studying my arse off about, and I did. And the fact that like I only got 40 something percent in both and the pass is 40. Them two scenarios, them two things I went through, I kind of put me off finishing it. Because the fact okay, that I studied so I... hard. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Sorry. Bro, can I stop you there? Yeah. Okay, so tell me this for a fact, right? Which one did you do better in? Oh, the one that you failed or the one that you passed? I passed. Yeah, exactly. So that's an improvement on the last time. So what you need to do is carry over that improvement and keep going with it. Wasn't that hard to improve on? Get greater improvements. <laughs> what? It wasn't that hard to improve on, to be honest. No, but well, there you go, though. Like that shows what a bit of work does. Instead of failing one, you pass two. Do you know what I mean? So you split your time between two rather than just going after one. And when you split your time between two and studied a bit, you're able to pass both of them rather than arsing around with the first one. You know what I mean? Taking the piss because you're more into the guy. Hmm. So just people- like look at that as the improvement there, realistically. man. That's, that's showing improvement. So if anything, that's a sign of encouragement. I think that's more mindset thing. I think you need to more look at things like more glass half full than glass half empty because when you said you were looking on the bright side there are t- like areas where you fall short like if that's an area you, like and it's criti- when you critique yourself but it's you're showing an obvious sign of improvement there 
you turn the fail to a pass. And they'll turn a pass into a merit and then turn a merit into a distinction. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a cycle of continuous growth. And not Rome wasn't built in a day. Like, so we have to like keep going on small steps. And that was a large step there. Like you went from a fail to a pass. And as you said, you really weren't happy with that grade that you got. So I don't know what it was, like, do you know what I mean? But you weren't happy with it. You went out and changed that. Keep doing that. And the fact that you're not happy with just passing is also a great thing. But it should be the thing that pushes you forward and strives you to go, like, and actually get behind it and go, fuck this, I'm going to do better next time. Yeah. See, I'm always told that I'm always too hard from myself. Like, if I get, like, fucking... Your failures make you. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. A mindset is that's, a big that's, thing. The mindset's a huge thing. And, like, mindset by Dave will tell you that, man. Mindset is the biggest thing. It's not like other people say motivate. I lack motivation. You don't lack motivation. You lack fucking discipline. Same way I do. Most people lack discipline because you're not behind the idea enough to actually believe yourself and say that I'm gonna fucking do this. And the things that you do back yourself in, you genuinely tend to fucking achieve it if you really put your mind to it, put your heart and soul into it. You will fucking achieve it. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. It's it's a mindset thing. It's and about that, discipline. And that and was it's about a big really, factor thinking you know I'd say so bro that was a big factor because when I was thinking about doing the exams I didn't feel ready but it's like a light bulb clicked and I just got like a big motivation like big force of energy big I can do this like my mindset completely changed going into them exams like I was so focused I was so determined I was ready I knew I was going to be ready I knew I was going to work hard I knew I was going to study I knew I was going to book exactly. the book in. That's why I booked it. And that's why I didn't just book one, I booked two. Because no way people say, and I always say this, everything happens for a reason. I feel yep. like that happened for a reason because I didn't just settle for one. Something inside me told me just to book two of them. It's just like a gut instinct. And if I get to gut instinct, I'm always going to go with it because I feel like it's going to, influence like it happens for a reason sort of thing so it's like the universe telling me like right go do a sort of thing so that's why I booked the two of them I'm just waiting for that just to re-spark I don't want to go into it waiting for for me to spark it I want to go in with the right mindset I want to go in feeling ready I want to go in knowing that I can't put the walk in and I don't know if that's just me being a dope and just putting it off making excuses or I'm actually going off experience, off like previous experience, and not doing until I'm in the right mindset to know that I am going to pass. I don't know. I think the only thing stopping you, bro, is yourself. Yeah. And it's a mindset thing, you know. You're dead right. It's a mindset thing, and that's the beauty of it. You can breed that out of yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like I have a lot of negative personality traits that I want to breed out of myself, and it's only through working on it. You can do that, you know? Yeah. And the fact that you understand it helps because it means that lovely, I know what the problem is and I can deal with it. Remember I said at the start, root cause analysis? Yeah. So you said if you couldn't find a root cause, I feel like we have. (laughs) (laughs) You're right, I am brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I can't help the self-praise. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you're giving me a clap at home. Thank you. 
Just because you can't hear them, I'll clap for them. <laughs> Don't do that. I can't see anything and it sounds like you're doing something else. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Well, ladies and gentlemen, to be honest, I think you've listened to us talk enough tonight and I think, I say from the bottom of my heart, Aaron, thank you for sharing so much and I hope that anything and really I hope that everything I said helped in some way, shape or form. You know? It has. I feel like it was a bit of a weight on my shoulder. And look, everyone's different. Everyone's problems are solved in different ways. But for me, when people ask, when people know I'm in like feeling shy, like likes of Aileen, she knows when I'm feeling shy. She knows not to ask me, like, oh, how are you? Because she knows it pissed me off. She knows that over time, it may take a day, an hour, a week, a month for me to come around. But there is a time where I come around and actually we're here listening over the last whatever time frame was. And I tell her, and then I move on. Everyone's different. I find that when I'm ready to talk, I talk. That helps get away off my shoulder. Other people, like as I said before, find doing exercise, doing sporting events, going for a walk, going out with their mates. People have their own way of doing things. So hopefully people can find some positive from this to sit this like show them that there is a way out of things. The grass is always green on the other side. It is always sunny in Dublin, even if it is raining 24-7, but still, there's always a bit of sun behind them clouds. Life is always what you make of it. Yeah. At the end of the storm, there's always a golden sky. As I say, you never walk alone, hence why I have a tattoo on my arm, because that's why it means so much to me. The lyrics alone. There you go. So, hey, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. You've helped me feel better myself today, so I'm actually glad I waited to talk on this because I hope um, hopefully people find some positive in this and maybe it, it maybe it lights the spark that they, they're waiting for in life yeah that's right man that's right and I love chatting to you tonight but I want everyone to know anyone listening at home if you weren't affected in any way or by anything that was said on here tonight you can contact us on our page we're always there for if anyone needs anything, especially anyone, any listener, like you know what I mean, because like we don't get that many, so we're happy with the loyal few that we get. <laughs> so if anyone is struggling with anything, you're more than ha- we're more than happy to to help and talk to you. And we said when we were starting up this podcast, if we ever do talk about sensitive things, we all try end on a positive note. I think we've done that here today. Yeah, mate. I think we did. Been an absolute pleasure talking. Yeah, slancher bro have a good one take it easy people